Welcome to Slaying the Sale, a podcast full of practical real-life sales lessons that you wish you learned in business school. Your host, Kyle, is a two-time best-selling author, creator of the Slaymaker Method, and in each episode, he and his guests will be answering the tough questions around sales, lead generation, and all things business to help you transform your sales mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Kyle Slaymaker. All right, fellow Slaying the Sale listeners, my crowd, my fans, my followers. Uh, we got another good episode this week. Not that they're, not that I'm releasing bad episodes, right? I hope not. Um, just something I'm really excited about because I was recording an episode on, um, you know, things you can do to give your brand staying power. And I started going on this little tangent about uh, being resistant to change and, um, you know, telling people that are thinking that shit will never work. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to do an episode solely on that. This might even be a longer solo episode, uh, which is fine, whatever. Uh, but I really had some cool ideas that I wanted to share with you guys and some good lessons. Um, you know, we all have stories. We hear the cliche stories of people saying, oh, you know, your idea is never going to work. You're never going to do it. Oh, there's Kyle with another, you know, pie in the sky idea that's never going to work. Or there's... I don't know, Jeff with an idea that is never going to get off the ground. Oh, you're going to make that product that nobody will buy that. You know, obviously we know the lesson here is that that's never the truth. Some stuff doesn't get off the ground, but when you try, when you really work your ass off, you can make big things happen. Um, you know, Bezos was looking for investors. This is a an age old story, right? Bezos was looking for investors uh, back when Amazon was just a textbook dealer, right? And uh, he was asking for, I don't know how much it was, but the guy said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, don't, I, don't, see the, I don't see the value in it. I don't see the sustainability, and I, I don't think it's ever going to work. I can't invest with you. Um, you can probably bet that guy's kicking himself in the nuts right now. Uh, Bill Gates was told the same thing. You know, it's never going to work. Computers? Why, why would there ever be a computer in everybody's home? When would there be a computer small enough to be in a home? Now we've got tablets, laptops, phones, Amazon devices. I mean, come on. Right? It's, it's inspirational to a point because it, it lets you know that, like, you know, people can do whatever they put their mind to. I've said it many times. You can do whatever you want. I've proven it. I didn't believe it up until recently, up until a few years ago, but you can do it. Um, you know, these people that tell you, oh, that'll never work, that'll never work, There's there are only two types of those people. There are people that are either, A, too afraid to fucking try themselves, and they're jealous. They'll never tell you that because they think they're too good. Um, or they are people that forgot that they once were in your shoes. You know? They forgot how it felt when somebody told that to them and they gave the fuck up. So let that shit roll off your shoulders. If you're trying to build a brand or you're coming out with a new product, even if you're a Fortune 500, if you're a Fortune 500 company, listen to this, and you're getting ready to release a new product and you you already know, don't give a shit what the critics say. Give it a shot. Go out with the new product and do what you got to do. Um, but let's talk being resistant to change. 
Oh, what what was it? Was it? And if, excuse me if my my brand names are a little off here because I'm doing this without notes. Um, you know, let's think of Blockbuster. No, I know my name, Blockbuster, is not off. I am old enough to remember Blockbuster. I'm old enough to remember going to the video store and just going to town. Um, Blockbuster. You know, Netflix went to Blockbuster. Blockbuster told them to kick rocks. Blockbuster told them shit would never work. I mean, in fact, I love this story so much because one of the original founders of Netflix runs a podcast right now called That Will Never Work, where he gives business advice to up-and-coming entrepreneurs that are on his show. And I, I love it because look who made out on that one. Look who made out. Right? So stop, like, stop being so resistant to change because that person that you're sitting there thinking, shit, that's never going to work. They're never going to do it. They're never going to make it happen. Do you know what's going to happen? They're going to be the ones putting you out of business. They're going to be the ones that are sitting by in their mansions and they're living the life that they want and their products are helping a ton of people. And meanwhile, you're sitting there spinning your wheels, trying to pay your bills, being a miserable prick. That's what's going to happen. Okay? Look at... um. I want to say Sears. I'm pretty sure it was Sears. Sears, I, I mean, they, God, what a horrible, horrible story. Sears was huge. Was it? Sears came out with the first mail-order catalog all that was over 100 years ago. You can buy a flipping house in the Sears catalog. You want to talk about innovation. Back then, that was innovation. That's huge. Huge. But what happened? They stopped embracing change. They stopped. They started seeing online retail and they barely leaned into it. They wouldn't update their interiors. It wasn't great. You ever walk through a Sears before they went out of business? It was sad. You think about walking through Sears 20 years ago. It was horrible. One of their most successful brands that they had was um, L.L. Bean or Land's End. I can't remember which one. Somebody will correct me in the comments section. Um, but they sold that shit. They sold that the rights to that brand out just so they could stay afloat, and that ended up being one of the worst things that they could do because they lost the revenue stream from it. And don't get me wrong, to Sears credit, they tried hard to stay afloat. They tried hard, but that is a 100-plus-year-old company that folded, one of the reasons being because they were resistant to change. They wouldn't update their looks. They wouldn't stick around. Look at the big-box department stores now. What do you see? You see stores that have been around for a long time and have continuously updated their look, updated their inventory, updated their image. That's what you have to do to have that long-staying power. And it's so insanely important. Look at Kmart. Kmart's gone. You can see, right? You can, it's, it's hard for me to see being an entrepreneur, being a business owner. Um, you can see when you walk into stores, what stores take their branding very seriously and what stores are struggling to stay afloat and just figure it out, right? So look at, look at um, you know, Hot Topic or Spencer's. Both very well-known brands, very respected brands. Um, there's nothing really not up to date in there. It hasn't changed, but the little nuances have kept it feeling fresh and modern, right? Now you go to Kmart, if you can find one, it's horrible, horrible. I think there's only like, I, I don't know, around here, I don't think there's any Kmarts left. Um, 
you know, we, we can talk about Target Canada, but that's a that's a whole different whole different ball game. Um, it's just so important that you guys understand that you have to update with the times. You have to go with the times. You have to change. Like this is, it's heartbreaking to see some of these huge beloved stores, these huge businesses that just ate shit. Not purposely. They, they made bad bets. They, they were just resistant to change. They wouldn't go with the times. Stuff's going to change. You know, ABC, always be changing. I know you thought it was going to always be closing, right? You know, cliche Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Um, but you have got to just keep your eyes open. You have to watch what the world around you is doing. You have to. Some stuff's never going to change, right? There's always you know, going to be business facets that are never going to change or go away. But ultimately, if you're not open to the change, you're going to be left in the dirt. You know, yeah, it took Amazon, what, 20 years, 26 years to, to see a profit? Well, now look at them. Giants, juggernauts, right? Some of the best corporate raiders, and I'm not saying I, I'm a big fan of corporate rating, but Carl Icahn, um, Buffett, who's I wouldn't really consider Buffett a raider. Um, you know, Cuban, they, they're able to see the future. That's what makes them such good investors. And yeah, sometimes they make bad bets, right? Icon with uh, uh, the airline that he had. I can't remember. Um, but they can see the future. They can see a brand that they could do a lot with or a business they could do a lot with just by updating it a little bit. Or they see a product that's going to be great for the new market or a certain market. They have that foresight to see, hey, this can be a game changer. So think like that, especially when it comes to your brand. All right, guys, uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to go back onto this a lot more throughout the year, but I just want to get this episode out so we can start getting us, ourselves into the real critical thinking of brands. So, all right, I will see you guys next week. Love watching you guys grow. See ya. Thanks for joining us this week on Slaying the Sale. If you're interested in knowing more about Kyle, make sure you head over to his website, theslaymakermethod.com, and pick up a copy of his best-selling books. Then head to Facebook to join his private group, Slaymaker Sales Mastery to become the number one salesperson in your company. And until next time, remember to keep slaying the sale.